It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. ...of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. I want to thank our guests of our number one young road upcoming road racer, Gus Rodeo. Uh, motocross racer Kyle Cunningham and also motocross racer Zach Osborne on the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Racing Team. Hour number two, we're going to talk to Roger Hayden and Joey LaMondre Jr., who is an also up-and-coming. We've got the up-and-coming road racers. That Lick Molly Cup. But I think the first guest that we're going to bring on right now is he's, uh, he's Mater. Jack, if you would, please... Bring on our first guest, Roger Lee Hayden, joins us now. Welcome back to the show, Roger. How you been, man? I've been good, man. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, well. It's always good to talk to you, Roger. We're, we're all excited to hear what you've been up to. Last we talked to you, you said, hey, I'm going to go be a regular human. Go take some vacations, hang out with family and friends and whatnot, things you didn't get to do. How's it going? It's going pretty good. I've actually... Uh, I've I really enjoyed it. Uh, me and my wife finally took our honeymoon, and uh, I get to go see my sister in January. Uh, her and her family live in Utah, so I get to go uh, see them for the first time. Like at their, I mean, they've been to Owensboro before, but to actually go to where they live and spend some time and like go skiing with her and her, uh, you know, she's got some little girls so um that was that was a lot of fun and uh besides that man really just kind of the almost the same stuff we uh we had a dinner for nikki's memorial foundation uh beginning of june which we kind of planned it up a little bit late and uh kind of took a lot of uh a lot of work we did it ourselves so uh, it felt really cool to be part of that and actually uh, be able to do my part where before it was always, you know, focused on racing and training and everybody else picked up the slack, my sisters and family and all that. So so that was fun and it actually went way better than expected. So um, that, was, that was cool. And I've been to a Moto America race and I've actually now did a couple – pro flat track races so staying staying busy but still not the uh the kind of more relaxed not quite the grind i guess you would say yeah well uh welcome to the world of not having to train every day and watch every bite are you picking up a couple of lbs and enjoying some real food a little bit but actually I'm, i've stayed the same size because uh I still train a lot, and to be honest, I did, when the season first ended, uh, put on a little bit of weight, not not much, maybe five pounds, but I just didn't, uh, didn't exercise a lot, just didn't really feel that good, and I was, I got really uh, strong on my bicycle, and I, and, uh, I just don't really want to lose that, because I still like to compete, 
and uh, I still like to ride with the boys. And you know, it's now that I'm 36, it's a lot easier to lose it than it is to gain it back. Heard that, brother? But, uh, yeah, uh, your your neighborhood's full of fast kids. They seem to follow uh, you guys around. So yeah, there's no shortage of guys who would love to say they kicked your butt out back. I bet. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So it's been, uh, I'd say right now I'm probably the same size as I was um, when I raced. So, but still, I mean, definitely the diet's a lot more relaxed. And some days, you know, if I don't want to go ride my bicycle, I don't. But I still do, uh, I still put in close to probably 150 miles, give or take, a week. Wow. Uh, and also earlier this season, you did some commentary on the uh, the Moto America live feed, which was very good. I thought, um, is that something you'd like to do more of? I think you got you you had some pretty good insight there. Yeah, I would definitely like to do a lot more of that. Um, it was I had a lot of fun doing it. It's uh, it's definitely a lot harder than it looks, and uh, it's actually kind of funny. The the first session I did was the first time I met Robbie Floyd and we had to sit down beside each other and there was like a 25 minute red flag that we had to you know <laughs> fill the air time right there fill the air time right there so uh, it was it was fun I enjoyed it I'm going to be doing the the one at Pittsburgh so um, coming up in a couple months so I'm looking forward to that and uh, yeah that's something that I've liked and would like to do uh would like to do more more than even that I'm doing now so uh we'll see what see what happens I get a lot of uh, positive feedback from a lot of people about you know how well I did and you know it's always I guess cool listening to somebody that's that's been there and and done it I guess yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Uh, you, you mentioned you went to some flat tracks. Were you just spectating at those, or did you get to do some of the some similar type uh, duties at uh, flat tracks? Because I think you'd be a, a great commentator for that series as well. And it's the, the coverage they've had this year has been spectacular. I'm a huge fan of flat track, as we all know. Yeah, and I've actually I raced at uh, Lexington, and then I raced at. Uh the National at Laconia Short Track. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I missed the main at uh, Lexington by one spot, and then I got eighth at the uh, Laconia Short Track a few weeks ago. So uh didn't go too bad. So they asked me to – J.D. will be missing this weekend because he's going to be at Laguna Seca. So they asked me to, to fill in again. So uh, – it's pretty fun, to be honest. I mean, I got a lot to learn. Those guys are are super fast, but, you know, it's the team that Tommy's the team manager for. So, uh, you know, we just had a, a lot of fun with it. Did you have any time on that Yamaha before you went out there? Uh, I did two laps at some track by my house. <laughs> Full prep is what you're saying. Then that's yeah. that makes your results all the more impressive, Roger. Clearly, you've still got Wait, so all kinds of fast in you. I'm curious if you're going to put the gear on and you're going to drive to the track. I don't care if it's across the street and you throw your leg over the bike. Why only two laps? Because it started raining. Oh crap! 
That's the only answer. That's the so, only one. So you're looking at radar on your phone and you're hustling. You're like, all right, we got to get this in. Yeah, got to get no, this in. It was, we started probably 20 minutes early and uh, told the guy, don't water the track anymore. You know, because, I mean, you knew that <laughs> rain was, was, was coming and just wanted to at least, you know, do. I mean, I might have got five laps in total, but it was a dust bowl. Because, you know, if he would have watered it and I had to wait 20 minutes, I wouldn't have got any laps. So at least I got to go and did a couple starts. And then, you know, we had one of those good old southern rain showers come in, and it was just a, a flood came came down. Yeah, downpour. That's, that stinks. And the bike is the bike has been killing it. It looks like it is very competitive. Uh, is that your sense of the bike? Yeah, it's definitely competitive, and the, the team is, is working really hard. I know uh, they uh, a couple of tracks, I think they've struggled with whenever it's a, a groove and it's really slick to get the thing to hook up. So uh, I haven't really experienced that yet because the short track that I went to was, uh, was sand and, like, really deep. So uh, this weekend, I think, will be a groove. So I'll get to see that the tracks that they have typically struggled at. But, uh, yeah, they're they're doing okay. J.D. Uh, won a, a TT, but I think they they know that they have a little uh, – they get some work to do to, to be as good as the, the Indian guys, but they're definitely making a lot of improvements uh, – Jake Johnson got on the podium at Laconia, and he was actually running in a podium spot last weekend at Lima, and his bike uh, uh, broke. So um, they're getting better, but you know they still they still have a little ways to go. So they're working hard, and you know they're they haven't tested in a while. But I know before the season started, they did they did a lot of testing. So they uh, they want to do well, and. Uh, Tim Esteson's the the team owner, and you know he's uh, he's really committed to the program, and uh, he wants to he wants to win races, and he wants it to be on a Yamaha. And yes, that guy is so crazy dedicated to the sport. He's putting a lot of his own, um, you know, money, effort, time. He's he's absolutely the sport needs guys like Estenson in it, and it's. We all want him to win, so he gets paid back for the amount of effort that he's putting into this because he definitely is is one of the big names uh, in multiple venues of American motorcycle racing now. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he sponsors JD's Superbike team, makes that happen. Uh, you know, last weekend he had uh, five bikes on the track at uh, Lima. Wow, guys in the. Uh, 450 class, two guys in the twins class, and one guy in the production twins class. So, yeah, you need, we could use a lot more guys like that who are just dedicated to the sport and just just love it because he's given five guys, you know, one weekend to the, I mean, not just that weekend, but, you know, throughout the year. And, I mean, heck, even for a guy like me, gave me, uh, you know, I'm sure it helped having Tommy as the team manager, but still, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> you know, giving me the opportunity to come and and do some flat tracks, and now it's pretty cool that you know I've already made a main, so I'm gonna have a a national number again next year. That is that is cool, and uh, yeah, I mean, what a lot of people don't understand about flat track. You need data. Setup is everything. It really is about bike setup, uh, and that's a relatively new bike. So every race, they're getting more information, which I'm sure they've got smart guys on the team figuring out what that data means and what they can do with it going forward. Like you said, JD's already at at the front and has been at the front, and I, I just I foresee the, a, a bright future with the Yamaha for that team particularly. And I, they're getting some help from Yamaha also, so uh, you know I think that that helps them. And, and Yamaha wants to do well, and you know it was just it was so weird for me. I've been I've never my whole career I've never rode for Yamaha, and never even rode a Yamaha. Then once I retire, now I'm <laughs> riding a Yamaha and wearing Daneezy leathers. Because they have a team deal, and you're getting all uh, kinds of new stuff after retirement, which is just yeah. exactly not how it goes for most people. No, not at all. So it definitely, uh, definitely, but you're, it's definitely fun and it's, it's different. But also, like you said, there it's a relatively new bike. Not a lot of guys run it, so uh, they're learning as they go, and you know, every weekend's a uh, a learning experience and the thing that you know it's, it's hard to do mid-season if you figure out oh we need something new well you have to get it made and then you know their race weekends are uh two five lap practices and two five lap qualifiers and then you gotta line up to try to qualify for the main so you don't really have time on the race weekend to be experiment experiment it needs to be done at home in the shop, and and again, Essenson's he's there. That team is the team that's capable of doing it for sure, and they definitely have the desire. They show us that in so many ways, um, and that's that's cool that they got you out there. Because um, yeah, again, I think you would, well when you're done racing, you'd be great in that booth too. Also, uh, yeah, I have definitely thought about announcement for that as well if the opportunity came up um if i wasn't racing but I, right now uh i'm kind of having fun learning the, the ropes to the flat track and now i really want to do the tt i want to do uh uh black hills the one in sturgis and also i really want to do peoria as well just the history and i just think for me using a front brake and you know it goes it has right handers as well as is going left i think it would you know actually i know it would suit me a lot better than you know just your normal flat track that guys go to all the time but um i'm not sure if that'll work out because jd will be back uh for those two races so those might not get to happen but i know i'll do some more races throughout the throughout the year so uh i'm excited about it and just you know gives me something to look forward to and, and a new challenge and and uh, you know i'm not gone all week 
you know, I leave Friday morning, I get back Sunday morning. So it's not, uh, it's just a short, short trip. So, um, you know, it's kind of exactly what I want. So JD's doing a, a wild card this weekend at Laguna. Is that right? No, there's yeah. the, well, I mean, it's Moto America. Yeah, but he's also doing the two world two bike. Actually, three world two bike. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So you've so you've, uh, so you've, uh, you've done a few different wild card one off rides as well as a season in World Super. Uh, do you got uh, any advice that you're offering up for old JD? Uh, but not a ton. We just um, we just talked about his training some because he's going to be on the bike so much. You know, he's got five races this weekend. So that's uh, that's a lot of track time. And it's a lot of recovery, yeah. He's going to be burning yeah. the fuel. So, um, and J.D. likes to train really hard. So, you know, we talked a lot about making sure you don't show up. Tired? You no. Know, yeah, tired with your, you know, your, I don't know, we call it your tank empty. Because you got to have some in reserve, you know, because if you show up depleted and then, you know, you're going to just get more depleted as the weekend goes. And uh, when we rode our dirt bikes, he really, the last couple of weeks, he's really shortened his, to- his time in between his rides. Yeah. So he, the recovery is not as, as long. And uh, so I know he's. I know he's really excited. He knows it's going to be a tough challenge, but, you know, I think it's really cool to see an American out there. Yeah, hopefully he shows him some, uh, shows him some uh, taillight for uh, for everybody. We're all hoping. Yeah, I hope so. And, you know, he, Dave, uh, he's had some really good rides this year. I know there's a few things here and there they struggle with, with the bike that I think uh, – they were going to try to get sorted out before before this weekend, but you know it'd be great to see if he couldn't uh, try to sneak in the top ten one race. I know it's kind of what he would like to do is, is get a get a top ten, but who knows how difficult it is. But at the same time, he's the guy that's up for the job just because he is in such good shape and he rides so many different brands of bikes he's flat tracks he rides dirt bikes and you know he's this week he's got to switch from prairies to dunlop yeah that's a that's a big change for a rider too i know you've had to do that at various points in your career and it's not to be underestimated right i mean it's a notable difference as a top level rider you can really tell right i mean that it's a completely different thing especially not only does he switching tires but he's doing it during the weekend, switching back and forth. It's not like, okay, Friday I get used to the Pirellis. Well, you're going, you keep jumping back and forth. So you have to remember what tires you're on and what their characteristics are, how they like to be ridden. Uh, I remember one year doing the MotoGP race, and I did the 600 race the same weekend. And just trying to remember the gear ratios on two bikes that was totally different <laughs> was uh was was really hard yeah those uh, it's got it is interesting although yeah 
a flat tracker you would think is probably the guy who's best equipped to deal with okay this feels different than it did five minutes ago even still it'd be it'd be a nightmare to to try to yeah and i'm sure the setup has to change he's using the same bike right yeah they have two bikes and one of them i um i think they're going to set up with uh pirelli's i'm not 100 percent sure i just i think i asked another day i think he told me that uh, he has two bikes, and one of them, he's going to use the world two bikes, and one he's going to use in Moto America, because both series has a one bike row anyway. So, that way, at least you're not changing your setup. By yeah, gosh, because that would just be a nightmare for the team. That yeah, would be terrible. Well, we wish so, him, we wish him and you the best. Are you going to go, you're going to be out there watching? Or no, you're no, you're riding, that's the whole deal. You get to ride that weekend. Yeah, no, I'll be in Wheatsport, uh, New York this weekend, so, um, which I wasn't going, I didn't have any obligations in Laguna anyway, so it kind of works out perfect that I get to go do a, do a flat track race. Who goes up with you? You got, uh, is your wife going up with you? No, I'll just, uh, travel with, me and Tommy will go up, and, uh, one of my buddies from home, lives in Louisville now, and, uh, he's been helping the guy, the weekends I've been racing, he's been helping the, uh, he used to work for me a lot whenever we were younger, and, uh, we'll all fly in at the same time, you know, he will make our connectors meet, so, since it's just one day, she'll, uh, she'll just stay home, but she went to Lexington whenever, because we just drove there, so, uh, I'll just go up with Tommy and uh, be a short, sweet trip. I hope. <laughs> well, hopefully, you get some some big points, big points on the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so, you were talking briefly. Uh, you mentioned your brother's. Uh, there was a, there was an anniversary or something uh, that just happened, and you you were a little more involved than you had been in years past. His uh, for Nikki's Memorial Foundation, um, we had a, a dinner for it. And we've never we never put one on before. And this foundation is run through a company in, in Louisville, so there's there's a lot of rules and stuff that and guidelines that you have to follow. And the reason another place does it is that way, you know, we never see the money. So it's a third party that does it, but they have a lot of uh, a lot of rules and stipulations that you got to get through. So. Uh, it, it took a while to put it all together, but it, it was a great event. I don't think it could have went any better. We had somebody from, uh, you know, the Hayden Home from Girls, which is being built here in Owensboro, which is going to help, uh, you know, girls who are 14 whose families left them or a single mom whose, uh, you know, father the kid left them and it's just her and she can't make ends meet it gives them a place to to live and you know some things you don't realize that the girl from the facility was talking about how you know they got a girl in there now that's 14 years old and you know they asked her what was her favorite thing about it and she said well i have stability i have food and i have a warm shower yeah wow and you don't think about that when you're 14 years old. Like, you know, most 14-year-olds just want a new pair of shoes. They're not worried about a hot shower just because they're used to it. That's uh, and, uh, 
that's a big so deal. It was, uh, yeah, it was it was really cool and uh, definitely makes you feel good about a lot of stuff. Yeah, good for you, man. That's uh, so. Those dinners that can we or how do how can people contribute to that? Well, you can go to. Uh, I, there's a link actually. I have a. Uh, I'm actually got a Facebook page and an Instagram page, the Nikki Hayden Memorial Foundation, and it's got links on how you can where to go to to donate money and and stuff like that. We. Uh, we don't have any fundraisers coming up at the moment or anything like that, but people can always uh, donate donate money to it. And, uh, you know, I try to tell people, you know, where the money goes. Like last year, we, uh, and a lot, a lot of states here in Louisville, because this is where Nikki was from. And, sure. Makes sense. You know, he loved his, uh, you know, he loved where he was from. Helped, uh, um, like they built these, like uh, therapists and some other people. They built uh, for five kids here in Owensboro. Say you know this kid doesn't have an arm. Where they built uh, like a jeep, but all the controls would be on the right side. Or you know if he couldn't use his legs, all the controls to the jeep would be with his hand. And. Uh, that way kids with disabilities can still enjoy stuff that normal kids do. And, uh, we post, I posted photos of, uh, all that on there. Uh, we did a, last year we did a, you know, a backpack program where we, you know, basically sponsor a, a meal plan for kids. So they have food, not only at school, but more importantly after school, because a lot of kids don't eat when they're, you know, you don't realize that a lot of kids, when they get home from school, they don't eat till they get back to school. Yeah, that's uh, well, that's just cool that uh, you guys are able to do something like that and clearly making a positive difference, Roger. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how you go this weekend out there. Good luck. Uh, anybody thank you want to th- any anybody you want to thank before we uh, head to our break? It's been great talking uh, with you. Well, I want to thank uh, Monster Energy for still supporting me and, the, you know, the Essison guys for uh, the opportunity on the flat track and all the, the fan support, continued support for the family. And, uh, yeah, if anybody's listening, they want to check out Nikki's uh, Memorial Foundation. It's on Instagram and uh, Facebook, Nikki Hayden Memorial Foundation. So, all right. Uh, check it out. Outstanding, Roger Hayden. We appreciate it. We're going to take a break. Um, want to uh, big give, give a big shout out to Evergreen Podcast Production. Evergreen EvergreenPodcast.com hosts a diverse and dynamically curated blend of creative shows featuring a wide range of lifestyle and niche programming. Our, our network features a myriad of entertaining shows rooted in high creative values and production quality, including Pit Pass. We are now owned by them, and uh, we have to give a big shout out. It's a great group of people to work with. So, all right, uh, Roger Hayden has been our guest. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have Joey LaMondry Jr., an up-and-coming road racer in the Liquid Molly Junior Cup. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Josh. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what?
What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.